0: The chances you take, the people you meet, the people you love, the faith that you have, that's what's going to define you.
1: That's Denzel Washington, and this is The Depression Detox Show. depression detox show where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday. Appreciate you joining me today as we start off our week with an amazing talk today by arguably one of the best actors to ever do it. And although this speech is addressed to a younger audience, the message holds true for everyone and for any age group. And in this clip. He's going to encourage us to take risks and to fail forward. So without further ado, here's Denzel Washington. Enjoy.
0: I found that nothing in life is worthwhile unless you take risks. Nothing. Nelson Mandela said, there is no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life that's less I want to fall forward. I figure at least this way, I'll see what I'm going to hit. Fall forward. This is what I mean. Reggie Jackson struck out 2,600 times in his career, the most in the history of baseball. But you don't hear about the strikeouts. People remember the home runs. Fall forward. Thomas Edison conducted 1,000 failed experiments. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Because the 1,001st was the light bulb. Fall forward. Every failed experiment is one step closer to success. You've got to take risks, and I'm sure you've probably heard that before, but I want to talk to you about why that's so important. I got three reasons, and, and you can pick up your iPhones. First, you will fail at some point in your life. Accept it. You will lose. You will embarrass yourself. You will suck at something. There's no doubt about it. And I know that's probably not a traditional message for a graduation ceremony, but hey, I'm telling you, embrace it, because it's inevitable. And I should know. In the acting business, you fail all the time. Early on in my career, I auditioned for a part in a Broadway musical. Perfect role for me, I thought, except for the fact that I can't sing. (laughs) So I'm I'm in the wings, I'm about to go on stage, but the guy in front of me, he's singing like like Pavarotti. He's just He's just going on and on and on, and I'm just shrinking, I'm getting smaller and smaller. So they say, oh, thank you very much, thank you very much, and uh, you'll be hearing from us. So I come out with my little sheet music, and it was was, uh, just my imagination by The Temptations. That's what I came up with. So I hand it to the the, the accompanist, and uh, she looks at it, and looks at me, and looks out at the director, and was like, so I I start, you know, I'm, I'm gonna sing, I'm like, it's just my imagination, once again, and then coming away with me. And I'm not saying anything, so I'm thinking I'm getting better. So I, I start getting into it. It was just my imagination. <laughs> this, oh, yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Washington. Thank you. So I assumed I didn't get the job. But the next part of the audition he called me back the next part of the audition is the acting part of the audition so i'm like hey okay maybe i can't sing but i know i can act so they pair me with this guy and again i didn't know about musical theater and musical theater is big so they can reach everyone all the way in the back of the stadium and i'm more from a realistic uh, naturalistic kind of acting where you you know you actually talk to the person next to you so, I, I don't know what my line was. My line was, well, hand me the cup. And his line was, well, I will hand you the cup, my dear. The cup will be there to be handed to you. I, I said, oh, okay. <laughs> well, should I give you the cup back? Oh yes, you should give it back to me because you know that is my cup and it should be given back to me. I didn't get the job, (laughs) but here's the thing, I didn't quit, I didn't fall back, I walked out of there to prepare for the next audition, and the next audition, and the next audition. I prayed, I prayed, and I prayed, but I continued to fail and fail and failed, but it didn't matter, because you know what? There's an old saying, you hang around the barbershop long enough, sooner or later you're gonna get a haircut. (laughs) So you will catch a break, and I did catch a break. Last year, I did a play called Fences on Broadway. Someone talked about it. Won the Tony Award. And I didn't have to sing, by the way. (laughs) But here's the kicker, it was at the court theater. It was at the same theater that I failed that first audition 30 years prior. The the point is, and I'll pick up the pace, the point is every graduate here today has the training and the talent to succeed. But do you have the guts to fail? Here's my second point about failure if you don't fail, you're not even trying. I'll say it again. If you don't fail, you're not even trying. My wife told me this great expression, to get something you never had, you have to do something you never did. Les Brown's a motivational speaker, he made an analogy about this. He says, imagine you're on your deathbed and standing around your deathbed are the ghosts representing your unfulfilled potential the ghost of the ideas you never acted on, the ghost of the talents you didn't use. And they're standing around your bed, angry, disappointed, and upset. They say, we we came to you because you could have brought us to life, they say. And now we have to go to the grave together. So I ask you today, how many ghosts are gonna be around your bed when your time comes? All right, now here's my last point about failure. Sometimes it's the best way to figure out where you're going. Your life will never be a straight path. I began at Fordham University as a pre med student. I, 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 I took a course called the car, cardiac morphogenesis. I still can't say it. It's ca- cardiac, cardiac morphogenesis. I couldn't read it, I couldn't say it, I sure couldn't pass it. So then I decided to go into pre-law, then journalism. And with no academic focus, my grades took off in their own direction. Yeah, down. I was a 1.8 GPA one semester. And the university very politely suggested that it might be better to take some time off. I was 20 years old. I was at my lowest point. And then one day, and I remember the exact day, March 27th, 1975. I was helping my mother in her beauty shop. My mother owned a beauty shop up in Mount Vernon. And there's, there was this older woman who was uh, considered one of the elders in the town. And I didn't know her personally, but I, I was looking in the mirror, and every time I looked at the mirror, I could see her be- behind me, and she was staring at me. She just kept looking at me. Every time I looked at her, she kept giving me these strange looks. So she finally took the dryer off her head and said, to some, she said something I'll never forget. First of all, she said, somebody give me a piece of paper. Give me a piece of paper. She said, young boy, I have a prophecy, a spiritual prophecy. She said, you are going to travel the world and speak to millions of people. Now, mind you, I'm 20 years old. I'm flunked out of school. In fact, like a wise ass, I'm thinking to myself, maybe she's got something in that crystal ball about me getting back into school next fall. But maybe she was on to something, because later that summer, while working as a counselor at a YMCA camp in Connecticut, we put on a talent show for the campers, and after the show, another counselor came up to me and asked, have you ever thought about acting? You're good at that. So when I got back to Fordham that fall, I got in and I changed my major once again for the last time. And in the years that followed, just as that woman prophesized, I have traveled the world and I have spoken to millions of people through my movies. Millions who up till this day couldn't see me, I, who, who up till this day I couldn't see while I was talking to them and they couldn't see me. They could only see the movie. They couldn't see the real me. Let me conclude with this one final point and actually the president kind of brought it up, it has to do with the movie Philadelphia. She stole my material. <laughs> Many years ago I did this movie called Philadelphia. We filmed some of the scenes right here on campus. Philadelphia came out in 1993. Most of you were probably still in diapers. Some of the professors, too. (laughs) That cracked me up. (laughs) But it was a good movie. Rent it on, uh, what do you call it, Netflix. It's a good movie. Rent it. I get 23 cents every time you rent it. Please, rent it. True. Parents up there, rent, rent, rent it. Netflix, please. Tell your friends too. It's about a man played by Tom Hanks who's fired from his law firm because he has AIDS. He wants to sue the firm, but no one's willing to represent him until a homophobic ambulance chaser, lawyer, played by yours truly takes on the case. In a way, if you watch the movie, you'll see everything I'm talking about today. You'll see what I mean about taking risk or being willing to fail. Because taking risk is not just about going for a job, It's also about knowing what you know and what you don't know. It's about being open to people and to ideas. In the course of the film, the character I play begins to take small steps, small risks. He very, very, very slowly begins to overcome his fears. And I feel ultimately his heart becomes flooded with love. And I can't think of a better message as we send you off today. To not only take risks, but to be open to life, to accept new views, and to be open to new opinions. To be willing to speak at a commencement at one of the best best, uh, universities in the country, even though you're scared stiff. While it may be frightening, it will also be rewarding. Because the chances you take, the people you meet, the people you love, the faith that you have, that's what's going to define you. So members of the class of 2011, this is your mission. When you leave the friendly confines of Philly, never be discouraged, never hold back, give everything you got. And when you fall throughout life, and maybe even tonight after a few mini glasses of champagne, remember this. Fall forward.
1: Big thanks to Denzel Washington for stopping by. If you want to hear another talk with Denzel, you can go back to episode 94. That's the last time he was on the show. And i have the link to that as well as a link to the entire talk in the show description below. So you can go check that out. And that is it for me. As always, I appreciate you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I'll see you back here Wednesday. So... Until then, stay strong. Later.